Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Welcome back once again to another episode. My dear friend and faithful listener of the podcast, Anthony, he's going to be rolling his eyes because he hates reruns. Although this is less of a rerun and more of a look back. <laughs> I'm going to sell it to you guys as a look back because if you guys don't know, Even though it doesn't seem like it, I've been doing this for a long time. So this particular episode took place in 2021, summer of 2021. And the one thing that is different about this one podcast is that I did a lot of digging. Because usually for my podcast, I just hit record and then I just start talking. But for this one podcast, uh, I did a lot of homework, a lot of background uh information that i got of the internet and it just it, it feels different and you can tell by the way i talk that i just know way too much information information that is just not from the top of my head so it's interesting how that one episode i decided to go all in and at the end there's like a twist at the end that i wasn't expecting myself when i went in Uh, I wanted to just talk about how 7-Eleven is um, like a hub for people who wants to get fucked up or is already fucked up. And then I ended up finding something that was unexpected to me. So you'll hear that towards the end. Anyways, without further ado, here's a look back at the 7-Eleven episode from summer 2021. You know, one thing people don't talk about enough is how thirsty you get when you consume edibles. I naturally have a high tolerance for THC, so I have to go in. Otherwise, I won't feel anything. I usually have to go 100 milligrams or above for me to feel anything, depending on the product. It could also be the case that a smaller amount of THC can get the job done, and I'm just not able to tell that I'm having a reaction. But that's not the point. I want to alter my state of mind. And to do so, I need a big dose of THC. 100 milligrams, it's uh, more like the borderline for a trip. So a few days ago, I went for the 300. And yo, I was faded. And the trip hits different when you have tinnitus, which is just a medical term for ringing in the ears. I tell you, I haven't been nice to my ears with all those years of loud music, clubbing, and what have you. But anyways, I feel like I had bells inside my head, but the bells were hurting me, just like Venom from Spider-Man. I was also in bed, but I felt like I was falling off. And that's when I remember thinking, perhaps I overdid it with the edibles. 300 milligrams seems like it's too much now. I gotta dial it back a notch. But I managed to fall asleep and then woke up with the mother of all thirst. So I get up to go to 7-Eleven, and on my way there, I ended up passing the location where a new 7-Eleven was being built. The weird thing is that they were constructing the 7-Eleven three blocks from the one 7-Eleven that I was going to. In my head, I was thinking, is there a need for these many 7-Elevens in a neighborhood? But I kept moving, got my drink, I went home, And then a few weeks later, I went past the same street again, and there was a fully functional 7-Eleven. I was like, damn, these people don't play around. 
then I remember thinking, who owns 7-Eleven? They must have so much money that they can go from the skeleton of a building to a fully functional store in a matter of weeks. I need to find out who owns it. So I went down a rabbit hole trying to find out who owns 7-Eleven. And the answer will surprise you. It so happens that a Japanese holding company owns 7-Eleven, or at least so much of it that it's essentially their company. 70% more or less. But those were not the real owners, so I had to keep looking to see who owns the rest of the company. The rest of the company is still under 7-Eleven, a company who originated in Texas. They called it like that because the original store used to stay open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at night for the convenience of the customers. But that wasn't the original name of the store. The original name was Sutherland, a company whose main business was to sell ice. Now, he wasn't alone on this, but Joe Thompson was the main character in the development of what is known today as 7-Eleven. Back in the days, they used to sell ice, but then him and some other guy had this idea to sell milk, butter, and other small things that people could use to make breakfast. Eventually, their side business got so popular that it became their main source of income. Then they learned about franchising and they started expanding. In the middle of all that, Joe Thompson dies, but he leaves his two sons in charge. John and Jerry. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's J-E-R-E. -E. It could be Jerry or Jer, but I'm going to say Jerry. Jerry. I don't know. I'm going with Jerry. Anyway, these two mofos wanted to buy everything. They went on a shopping spree and they got Oak Dairy Farms. Then they got Sitgo, which is a petroleum company because they wanted to get their hands on everything the dairy market. They wanted to sell gas. They were nuts buying things. And that's why they ended up losing too much money and later filing for bankruptcy. They ended up recovering mainly thanks to that Japanese holding company who bought most of the company and got them out of debt. And even though the Thompson brothers are no longer heading the company, they still form part of the board of directors. Jared Thompson actually has two kids, Michael and Jared Jr., who, funny enough, are chairs of Nexus Recovery Center, a nonprofit that helps people battling drug addiction. And I brought it back around to the reason I went to the 7-Eleven in the first place. Drugs. <laughs> I bet you were not expecting I was going to bring this one around, but I did. I brought it back around. They initially started opening from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., but ever since they started staying open for 24 hours and with like 10 locations per town, they became a hub for people who are fucked up or want to get fucked up. Then we send them to Nexus for recovery. It's all connected. Isn't that crazy, guys? But that's where I'm going to leave it. I don't know. You guys decide. And on that surprising note is where I'm going to end the episode. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.